Welcome back, everyone, to Not Your Advisor with NYU Grad. Hope you had a great weekend. It is Monday, February 26th. Uh, slower day in the market, it seemed to me, uh, volume-wise and just action-wise, but still a lot going on, and I, I have a lot to cover. So let's dive uh, right in. So taking a look at uh, breath today, we had 737 new highs versus 163 new lows. 41% of shares were advancing versus 54% declining. Taking a look at the 50-day moving average, we had uh, roughly 41% below its 50-day. And looking at the 200-day, 35% were below the 200-day. Uh, looking at groups or sectors, um, quite surprising. Like tech didn't really move much today. It was up 0.3%. But communication services was down basically 2.5% because of Google. Uh, apparently, there was some, um, I guess, heartburn on news that Google AI with Gemini is behind the curve and are, you know, Will Google catch up, Alphabet catch up, and does generative AI challenge the Google search business? So it was down on that sentiment today. Then you had utilities down 1.89, real estate down 1.1, basic materials down 0.76, and financial down half a percent today. Um, lots to cover over the weekend. Uh, so... Uh, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway released their full-year earnings as well as um, Warren uh, Buffett's letter to shareholders. And I read through it, and I'd like to just share some of the excerpts, but the short version is that he does not feel that there are good bargains right now on Wall Street, and he just sees casino fever. Um, I'll just quickly read some excerpts here that I thought were uh, well put uh, and very uh, telling in, in his thoughts. So it says, At Berkshire, we particularly favor the rare enterprise that can deploy additional capital at high returns in the future. Owning only one of these companies and simply sitting tight can deliver wealth almost beyond measure. Even heirs to such a holding can, ugh, sometimes live a lifetime of leisure, meaning they never have to work. Berkshire's ability to immediately respond to a market seizure with both huge sums and certainty of performance may offer us an occasional large-scale opportunity. There remain only a handful of companies in this country capable of truly moving the needle at Berkshire and they have been endlessly picked over by us and by others. Some we can value, some we can't. And if we can, they have to be attractively priced. Outside of the U.S., there are essentially no candidates that are meaningful options for capital deployment at Berkshire. All in all, we have no possibility of eye-popping performance. I'm almost done with the excerpts here that I, I just highlighted. Uh, Here's more quotes. Though the stock market is massively larger than it was in our early years, 
today's active participants are neither more emotionally stable nor better taught than when I was in school. That was like in the 50s, I believe. For whatever reason, I mean, like maybe even earlier, uh, for whatever reasons, markets now exhibit far more casino-like behavior than they did when I was young. The casino now resides in many homes and daily tempts the occupants. One fact of financial life should never be forgotten. Wall Street, to use the term in its figurative sense, will like its customers to make money. But what truly causes its denizens juices to flow in feverish activity at such times, whatever foolishness can be marketed will vigorously be marketed, not by everyone, but always by someone. Occasionally, the scene turns ugly. The politicians then become enraged. The most flagrant perpetrators of misdeeds slip away, rich and unpunished, and your friend next door becomes bewildered, poorer, and sometimes vengeful. Money, he learns, has trumped morality. One investment rule at Berkshire has not and will not change. Never risk permanent loss of capital. Thanks to the American tailwind and the power of compound interest, the arena in which we operate has been and will be rewarding if you make a couple of good decisions during a lifetime and avoid serious mistakes. Unquote Warren Buffett. Um, if you would like to take a read, I will link it. Um, but it was uh, really, I think, a uh, good, timely letter. Uh, one thing that I wanted to kind of post, and uh, Tim Knight at Slope of Hope pointed this out too, um, he posted it as more like, hey, big whoop, he's over um, he's over the hill type thing, like what's the big deal, overrated uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Um, but here is a com- comparison chart since the dot-com boom and bust of Berkshire versus the SPY. Now, the uh, red deltas or spreads is when the S&P outperformed Berkshire, and the green shaded areas are when Berkshire outperformed the index. Um, But right now, it's tracking pretty closely. Um, It's hard to beat the market, for sure. Most managers cannot, but... They're pacing it, so that's actually not that bad. Um, but to his point, he you could have just bought the SPY uh, and got similar performance, and you could have just bought the QQQ and beat uh, Warren Buffett and uh, Charlie Munger uh, since the dot-com boom-bust. Um, what else did I want to cover today? So um, looking at some of the things I wanted to point out before we get to the premium section, Uh, I wanted to talk about Palo Alto Networks. So this may have come up in a few of my screens as a breakdown of a balance area that formed near the top, but it crashed recently, right? It went from like 380 to like 260. Uh, But it was in the news because Nancy Pelosi, they have to file public records of what their trades are as, as a government official. She has gone long a million dollars in call options in uh, Palo Alto Networks. Um, 
with $200 strike prices that expire in January of next year. And I'll link uh, the actual uh, document uh, photo, but she entered these trades on February 12th and February 21st. And I'll note the chart where she made those trades. So one was before the breakdown and one was right at the 200 day moving average after the crash. So we'll see, right? Like she's on the huge winning streak with Nvidia. She's made over a million dollars on the Nvidia calls she had made uh, or purchased. So, hey, maybe from here, Pacific, uh, I mean, um, Palo Alto Networks will go to a thousand. Who knows? Uh, but that alone uh, and the bounce from its 200 day moving average moved this stock. And we are now all chasing Nancy Pelosi. And that's kind of the crazy markets we're in right now. Um, speaking of NVIDIA, if you take a look at the uh, intraday charts of like the five minute chart, we basically waffled around randomly chopped uh, back to the Friday close. We haven't gone anywhere. Uh, so all of the gains from intraday today were sold off, just like Friday. Uh, so this is something to watch. Keep watching this uh, NVIDIA action um, in the 788 like, level. Uh, it just keeps kissing it. Um, maybe we'll launch from here, or maybe it'll break down from here. Um, what all stuck out to me, the 10-year yield, it hasn't budged. It's still at 4.28. It's still, I think, too high um, for bulls to relax here. If we cross over 4.5%, it's going to be risk off. Uh, so keep watching the 10-year yield. Another thing that's bouncing hard is natural gas. I've been posting on Substack notes like, hey, natural gas isn't going to zero. This should remind everyone when crude oil went below zero, uh, it's like a dollar fifty right now for nat gas. It can't keep going south. Uh, another one is an observation on gold. It looks like the metal uh, of gold, uh, not the ticker gold, just the metal, uh, the yellow gold. Uh, looks like it may break up depending on many factors. Obviously, right? If the dollar and the yields skyrocket past four and a half, that might pressure prices of gold down. But just keep watching it. It looks bullish for now. And, you know, if you trade gold at all, you'll know that the gold miners are not participating with the gold prices. But when I take a look at one particular company in the gold patch, Wheat and Precious Metals, WPM, it looks um, like it's following gold the closest and it has back-tested this trend line, the green trend line, and I'll, and I'll include the chart in the um, show notes, five times so far since 2008. Each time it has kissed this green trend line, it's rallied very hard, um, very clearly. Now you can see it for yourself. I, I've indicated it with numbers like one, two, three, four, five, but you'll see it on the chart. Uh, we're getting really close to kissing it for the sixth time that price level coincides roughly about 37 bucks. We closed at $39.19 today, so we're only like two bucks away from this green trend line. So that's something to watch. I have an alert set up on my brokerage account uh, once this trend line gets close. Uh, I may open a small position on this um, 
on the Wheat and Precious Metals. That's a freebie for um, free subscribers. Um, so um, I will include that in um, charts for premium members, but it's a freebie. So if you want to take notes, it's WPM, uh, White Peter Michael. That is the ticker. Um, yeah. Um, so what was strong? I'm just going to kind of rapid fire like I usually do. Uh, Marathon Digital up 19.76. This is all percent, okay? Fresh Pet, 17.75. BitFarms, 15.07. MicroStrategies, 14.61. Coinbase, 14.29. Arm, chip, uh, Arm, the chip company, 10.58%. AI, 0.704. I'm uh, 7.04. Rivian, up 6.5. Tark, up 5.26. That is the bullish ARK investment fund. Uh, BRRR, Bitcoin ETF up 5.15%, IBIT up 5.08, ARK B 5.04, and Fidelity Bitcoin FBTC 5.01. I could keep going, but you can see it's a lot of Bitcoin related. Uh, so Bitcoin had a great uh, day today. I think it was like at 54,000. Uh, what was weak? Uh, not that much. I mean, you have big ones like Google down 4.5% on the Gemini uh, news. Uh or extrapolations, um, just keep watching the Mag 7, and I will see you all after the Tuesday session. For premium members, please stay on.